Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. In this episode, we'll be having a discussion on the future of Masonic media. As we are now entering 2022, we are now seeing the virtue of social media and um, platforms such as Zoom. Uh, you can contact people from different lodges throughout the world, have a chat, uh, exchange philosophical ideas, and just have general banter between lodges. So um, this is a relatively new phenomena. <clears throat> so what effect is this going to have upon Freemasonry? There's many different angles that you can take with communication, uh, Facebook, lots of people are using Twitter. Has um, this had an effect on your lodge at all, Christopher? Have you had anybody that's reached out to you using this method? Um, yes. So I, because I have a YouTube channel and also Twitter and um, the anchor channel for our podcasts, people have started me uh, reaching out to me uh, with all sorts of interesting questions. Yes. <clears throat> interesting. But, I but, think this lodge, is... but as a lodge per se, I don't think we've really got into gear. Sure, sure. Yeah. I think one of this is the most important thing about the modern era of Masonic media is mm. that you now have access to the author of the book that you liked or the, or the producer of the program that you're interested in. Mm. If they are on Twitter on these sort of platforms, you can ask them a, uh, well, a question in 160 characters or less, but you can make direct contact to them. And I find this incredibly stimulating because um, there are little certain questions that you'd like to ask to somebody uh, with regards to their to their book. And you can now do that. And that's extremely refreshing. Uh, it's also nice to see people engaging in Zoom meetings. And um, Sapriade do some nice lectures online. They're, um, they're very good. But yes, it's an ever-evolving media and it's exciting. Uh, whether or not there'll be something in the metaverse to come in the next few years or so, we will remain to be seen. But one great thing about the, the modern era of uh, telecommunications is that you can contact anybody on, in any part of the world. Mm. using an internet connection which right. is a definite plus yeah. you can trade ideas you can trade anything really it's um it's but very exciting there is also downside is because how do we we check somebody's qualifications so sure, sure. You know, particularly when we're having a zoom meeting people joining um if you know them that's fine but if you don't know them, you know, are they Masons? You know, are they qualified to yeah. hear what is going to mm -hmm. the conversation? You know, um, are they Cowans? Yes, exactly. So mm. that's very difficult to prove uh, on the Internet. Sure. So perhaps in the future, they will have some sort of NFT that we can share among ourselves that yes. uh, <laughs> proves, you know, like a not like a QR code, but we can just have this NFT that nobody else has. And um, it lets us in <laughs> like a secret token, a real token. Mm, yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. An ST, an ST rather than NFT. Mm. Yes. It's um, it's an interesting uh, direction which things are going in. Um, it's the it's the ability to meet. I think that's the that's the biggest driver. But there's there's lots of interesting things like yourself producing YouTube videos that help you make a daily advance in in your knowledge. And there's lots of good podcasts out there there's a uh, lots of lots of really really good digital resources mm. it, it's almost like there's too much information nowadays for somebody to yeah. process within their lifetime it was I've, difficult uh, enough yeah. in this the 18th century to read the entire volume of classics uh, that, was, mm. uh, that was available to you so imagine trying to do that nowadays plus all of consumable digital media it, it would right one thing i've noticed be is because i'm an independent author 
and I, I like to reach out and talk to people and I enjoy getting people contacting me and asking me questions um, because I don't think I have all the answers. I like to be challenged, you know, mm -hmm. and um, so uh, rather than say, you know, this is <laughs> this is what it is. I say this is my opinion, but I'd like to hear other people's opinions. So um, I've noticed when I contact um uh, uh podcasts a lot of them have gone dead um so there's been oh, really? like a, a burst of enthusiasm by a lodge mm. or let's set up a podcast they do six or seven and then suddenly mm. nobody else carries it on and yeah. that's one of our problem we just don't have a, a dedicated um what you call it communications officer at our lodge mm -hmm. and mm. um even if we do what would happen next year, you know, who would take the yeah. reins? And so particularly in small lodges, this is just another onus, you know, they're, they're doing charity work and uh, all sorts of things they've, they've got to think about. Um, mm. But, you know, communications uh, probably is one of the last things that they think of. <clears throat> one trick I think the UGLE is, is missing out on is a standard form, uh, a standard Google group or something equivalent to fill out for your lodge. That's, well, it's a standard template for communication, interlodge communication, where you mm -hmm. log yourself in, you write your lodge information on, and then it becomes a standard that's hosted on the UGLE. There's lots of amateur websites hosting the information of each lodge, um, mm -hmm. and they're, they're very well very well maintained, but there mm -hmm. isn't an official one. And I think the, the UGLE is really missing a trick there because uh, mm -hmm. you could have a, an app to communicate with brethren within, and that would get around the the problem with the logging on of somebody's credentials. Right. So you could get somebody's certificate loaded on there with their personal information, and um, that would be a mode oh. of doing it. But And then yeah, if, if, a, if a, a member hasn't paid his dues, then that mm -hmm. lodge tells UGLE, then that communication yes. is stopped. He's no longer yes. able to yes. attend... Yeah, so that's how it should be done. But I just think the organization, uh, I don't know how many lodges are under UGLE, but probably 12,000 or so. <laughs> you know, so maybe, sure, sure. maybe difficult <laughs> to organize. Maybe, yes, yeah. But if they if they had a standard template and they sent it out and everybody had to abide by it and then they could have mm. their own personal ones, then yeah. it would um, it'd be a standardization system. But um, I, I don't want to open my mouth because somebody's going to email and say right as, you, as you've come up with the idea why don't you do it <laughs> yes. which is always a dangerous thing uh, yes no thank you <laughs> I, I have enough work to do but um, yeah I, personally i i um like podcasts better than blogging i like podcasts mm -hmm. because so many people drive all the time and uh, when they drive to work like or me. shopping they can listen and drive at the same time and so mm -hmm. it's just hard, harder to find the time to sit down and read things. Yes, so, it um, is. I, I found I, that over the yeah. last month. Yeah, I, I drive a lot to visit patients and um, just put a podcast in <clears throat> and I can stop it and continue. Uh, it's just a it's wonderful medium, I think. I think so, yeah. And and the, the time limit of seven minutes is uh, advantageous. Oh, well, for us. Yeah, for us, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Either way, how are well, we doing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> seven, mm. seven minutes are just about. Yep. So and that just about brings this episode to a close. <laughs> if you have any questions, please email us on the link below. We now part on the square and we will meet soon. Thank you and goodbye.
Goodbye.